and welcome to Bougie Adjacent. I'm Amanda Lauren. Um, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, review, share with a friend. You can follow me on Instagram at It's Amanda Lauren, on Twitter at Amanda Lauren. All the links are in the show notes. Wow, that was boring as fuck. Um, hi, welcome back. What did you guys think of last week's show? It was very different. I had so much fun. I mean, I talked all about it in the intro. If you haven't listened to the episode with Skinny Vinny, um, which was a previous episode, trust me, do it. It's a good time. And I know it's two hours. Divide it into two. Take it on a road trip. It's one of the most interesting conversations I've had in a very, very long time, which is probably, I mean, it's due to the pandemic. I mean, like normally my life is full of interesting conversations, but uh not so much during during these trying times. Um, but actually, I'm going, I don't want to reveal anything, but I'm actually going to make, help him make a YouTube video this Saturday. And I don't want to say what it's about, but it's going to be really, really good. <laughs> and it was my idea. Um, so I think that'll be fun. And I will link to that in my social media when it's out. Who knows when that will be. Although he does edit things fairly quickly. Anyway, um... So what I thought would be interesting to discuss today, sort of to go back to the topic of home, is um, is minimalism. Because over the summer, I got super into watching these minimalism lifestyle videos on YouTube. Um, and so I wanted to discuss them because honestly, I think minimalism is a really big goal. It's like... The goal is to have less, but like that's a goal within itself. So I wanted to discuss these videos, talk about a few accounts that I'm into, um, and just sort of take it from there. This is going to be a quick episode. We're going to be back next week with a big celebrity guest. I have quite a few really interesting guests coming on. Um, and I'm really excited for those, but I wanted to do a little bit of a solo, especially um, because I got very good feedback on my last solo episode. And um, just the last episode I had was so, so different and I knew it was going to be different. So I wanted to sort of bring it back home for you all. So here we go. Okay, first of all, minimalism videos are completely addicting. Um, They're all sort of the same. You know, I really got into YouTube this summer because although I love podcasts, I have to tell you, Apple Podcasts app, when they did not this iPhone update like a month ago, but the one before, I think it la- it was like two months ago, completely, completely messed up the podcast app. Like my app was always freezing. It would never work. And I'm just like, this is impossible. And then I use, I use Spotify actually um, to listen to some of my podcasts. Um, I switch between both because I still feel like the app is a little bit wonky. And I'm like, I don't have time for this to load. Listen, I also have an iPhone X that I definitely need to upgrade. Um, I've been waiting for the new one to come out, which I think will be out soon. I've just, honestly, it hasn't been a priority. So I sort of really got into YouTube. Um, I feel like I now sort of do more YouTube content than podcasts, especially because I work at home. I sort of have it on all day. So minimalist videos are, they're really addicting. I'm like, ooh, how can I have less? Like the whole time I was in the Hamptons, I'm like, I can't wait to go home and throw stuff out. And I came home and I I probably threw out like 15 garbage bags worth of crap that I had in my apartment. Now, not all of it was clothing or makeup. It was just a combination of stuff 
that we had had. It could have been 20 garbage bags, to be completely honest. I know that sounds gross, but it's it's the truth. Um, but those videos are addicting. They're all like 50 things I don't buy anymore because I'm a minimalist. And I'm just like, okay, here's the thing. We all sort of have to be realistic. Here are some things that are like realistic to not buy anymore. Here's something I don't buy anymore. I don't buy cotton pads because I have these, like the disposable ones, because I have reusable ones that you throw in the washing machine that I think feel better on my face. So that's something I no longer buy. But for the people who are like, I no longer buy paper towels, that's great for you. Uh, that's something that will never ever happen in my life. Not a realistic goal at all. Um, and people are like, well, you can just freeze. I'm like, yeah, like, I don't know what the size of your kitchen is. You just re-roll it on this thing. I'm like, who the hell has time for that? I understand paper towels are bad for the environment. And frankly, I do try to use, um, and I'm not a cleaning expert, but I have written a lot of articles about cleaning. And as someone who is not naturally like great at cleaning or tidying, um, I do like microfiber cloths a lot, so I do try to use those, but for people who are like, I go through one roll of paper towels a year, well, that's great for you. You know, you're amazing. You're single-handedly saving the environment. I should go fuck myself because I'm not. Um, it's ridiculous. Like, I think that those are very unrealistic things. Uh, the cotton pads, though, cotton pads are good. The reuse, I don't know where mine are from. I wish I would, I would totally share a link in the show description, except for the fact that I got them for free at an event like a year and a half ago, and I've been using them ever since. Um, oh, you know who makes good ones that are, they're colorful. They're not exactly like cotton pads, but you can, they're somewhere I would say between a cotton pad and a washcloth. You can use them for toner and other things. Take my face off. Those are good ones. They're a little bit spendy as I recall, but I've had, I've had a few of them for like, probably three years, two and a half years, and they've lasted. So I'm pretty impressed with those. Um, but yeah, they're addicting. I could watch one after another. There were so many different accounts that I got into. Um, Minimalist Mom is a good one. She's a little bit weird though. Like she's in her 30, and I'm gonna be a little bit harsh here. I mean, maybe because she lives in Minnesota and I live in LA where everyone sort of has this eternal youthfulness, but she's in her late 30s and I'm like, that woman's gotta be like early 50s, maybe late 40s. And I'm like, she's, I was just like, what? I know I'm not even being mean or ageist. She just has like an older woman vibe that's like, and she's a lot of kids that, and, and that's like kind of hard to relate to. She's also a little bit like, What's your clutter bug type? They all talk about this like, there's, I don't know the name, but like there's, there are a few like really big minimalist decluttering YouTubers who have like courses on how to declutter. And I'm like, who is, like, dude, I barely have time to throw shit out. I literally, when I got back from the Hamptons, I spent a few days, I didn't work. I just literally threw shit out of my apartment. It was great, but like, I still need to kind of, I still need to declutter a little bit. I still need to organize a little bit. And I just don't have time for that. And I'm in a one bedroom. Like these people all live in like big houses. Um, Kira Ann's another one. I like her. She is from Boston. And to be honest, I'm going to sound, now I'm going to, I'm, listen, I'm already, I'm already teetering on see you next Tuesday. Um, 
see you next Tuesday uh, status. But like she's from Boston and has such a thick Boston accent. And I find it a little bit distracting. And I know that's like, listen, I love a British accent. I even love a little bit of a Canadian accent. Um, but there's something about, you know, I had a boyfriend from Boston that I lived with who was like, I mean, listen, I'm not going to go, I'll be honest without getting too dark. Like he was just like an absolute abuser and a horrible person. And there's something about that Boston accent that grosses, like I get a little nauseous. I feel a little sick, but she seems really nice. This is just me having personal issues and being judgy. So there, so there you go. Um, I really like, and I think I might have mentioned her on a previous podcast. I love, 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 love Sarah Therese. I love her videos. She is a mama and she always says mama like mama and I'm, I'm kind of stealing it. Um, she's a mama of, I think she has like four kids now. Um, and she lives in um, like near Vancouver, I guess the suburbs of Vancouver and she is Christian. I really like Christian content, even though I'm not Christian, which I know is very, if you listen to the last episode, you're like, what? You're probably like driving your car into a tree right now. But I do kind of like these Christian women and their approach to, it's nice. It's a nice content. They're happy people. I don't think I could ever be that happy. I'm not sure if I'll ever read the Bible. Um, but these women are just, listen, they're living their best lives. They're very happy. But Sarah Therese, I mean, I want to actually get her on the show. That's kind of a goal that I have um, for the next few months because I find her really interesting. She also has like really pretty short hair. She was like a big makeup YouTuber that changed her. She pivoted completely. And she talks about a minimalist lifestyle. Also, it's weird. Like my personal style is way more glam than hers. But I like her style. I appreciate her style. I appreciate her that she doesn't have talks about how she doesn't have a huge wardrobe. And just even the way her furniture is, it's very clean. It's very neat. There's something really, really admirable about it. Um, she even has these shelves on her like Amazon shop that I bought um, that I use for my bathroom that I think are great. Um, I really like her minimalism, her approach to minimalism and decluttering. I think she's more realistic than some of these other people. And the thing about like Kira Ann and uh, the minimalist mom, some of these women are very like, this sort of gets me to my second point. Having less feels like a goal. Like it feels like having goal is like just having less is something else to do. And it seems like a lot of work to have less. Like I said, like, oh, you don't want paper towels. Well, you use this reusable thing and you reload it. I'm like, again, no one has time for this shit. Or at least I don't. Listen, I think if I lived in Saskatchewan or the Pacific Northwest or any place that was really cold, like 98% of the year, I would have more time on my hands to give a fuck about these things. But that's just not my reality. Um, it's, I don't know, there's something that feels a little bit like they're superior because of it. Whereas I feel like with Sarah Therese, like, and not all of them feel superior. Like Delilah Lepke, which is Lepke's life, she's really interesting. She doesn't say she's a minimalist, but she does some decluttering. Again, like, I feel like 
maybe you know what it is maybe it's really just that the canadian youtubers are so nice and lovely that when they declutter it doesn't make me feel shitty about myself or that it's something that i have to achieve or that they're better quote unquote for having less here's another thing okay and here's a hot take about minimalism okay the association with being thrifty and cheap is really like kind of fucked up to be completely honest okay so like take the minimalist mom for example she lives this person is like hundreds of thousands of youtube followers i'm sure she makes she lives in minnesota which is an inexpensive place to live to begin with i know this because i have a sister that lives in minnesota and lives in like a ridiculous mansion and when i like looked up the price of her house i almost died it's just, it's not expensive to live in these, and they're beautiful and they're nice, but it's just Minnesota, not an expensive place to live. You know, she has like three or four kids in a 1,500 square foot house. Like, lady, you're making bank off these YouTube videos alone. Your husband has a regular job. Maybe up, maybe add an addition on and I know this sounds mean but it's like I feel like people are just like doing this for show like listen I don't know anyone with multiple children that lives in like and listen if you have to I just want to say this too if you live with multiple children in a 1500 square foot house because you have to or you don't have the money that's totally different than someone who makes a ton of money and I feel like it's kind of just doing it for the tube just doing it for the tube just whatever. I don't know. I find it a little bit, I find it a little bit weird, you know? Like, at least be honest and say, like, you can afford more. Here was something else I thought was odd. When she was doing a house tour, she didn't even have, she didn't even have, like, nightstands or bedside tables. I'm like, you can literally buy these things at a thrift store for, like, you can afford it. In fact, you can get all of the, you can get it for free. I am sure there is a furniture company that will see how much, how many followers you have on YouTube and on Instagram and all of that and collab with you. Why are you suffering, bitch? And who are you doing this for? It's just so weird. To, you don't have a nightstand? Like, yeah, we just have like no furniture in the bedroom. Like what? Like being a minimalism has nothing to do. And I feel like it's like people's way of like, oh we're so cheap oh it's we're so like we're so superior because we're cheap but it's like you can get this for free like who are you the only person you're fooling minimalist mom is yourself you're not fooling me you're not fooling anyone to be like oh one of us like i don't you know what you need nightstands okay you need nightstands most people need nightstands okay there are a lot of people that have just one nightstand that's fine too, but you've got like a queen size bed in a decent sized bedroom, okay? I watched this video and I'm, I'm just sort of like unimpressed with it. It's again, like it's a way that I feel like these YouTubers try to, you know, people talk about like comparing and despairing with YouTube and Instagram and like, no, that's your real life. You're just choosing to live with less furniture because you, it, I feel like it makes you feel like you're superior to us. And that's just kind of some bullshit, right? Um, and the other thing with minimalism too that I find interesting is everyone shops at thrift stores. Listen, I 
I like thrift stores. I'm a big fan of secondhand clothing, okay? My wedding dress was a runway sample. So let me tell you, I put my money where my mouth is. For years, I mostly wore thrifted clothing from Crossroads in Silver Lake, okay? Like, ask anyone who knows me, and I still have tons of it. Um, when I was pregnant, um, before I had the miscarriage, I had bought some, I bought like jeans off of Posh, uh, maternity jeans from J Brand off of Poshmark because I wasn't about to spend $250 on maternity jeans, okay? So like I got them for 50 bucks, by the way. Another reason why I can't wait to get pregnant again is to wear these, um, to wear, <laughs> to wear like some of the maternity clothing that I bought. Um, but anyway, like, I don't know where these people are going to thrift. I can never find anything at a thrift store today. Now, it might be because of COVID. It might be because I'm impatient. But, like, there are people who are, ex and listen, again, if all you can afford is thrifted clothing, and trust me, trust me, there are times in my life when I have been there, okay? When, like, finding a thrift, a $13 Diane von Furstenberg top was, like, the biggest deal of my life, okay? But, like, I don't understand how these women with tons of children and tons of followers who can get clothing for free, um are doing it like are just like I mean listen it seems like fun you're definitely making content I'll give you that but people that are like oh I found Aritzia and all I'm like who's to I, I don't know I maybe I just don't have good luck with thrifting um but it's weird it's like this association with thrifting and thrifting it's kind of wrong because I feel like all of these people actually have money and they're really just doing it for the gram I will tell you though in defense of Sarah Therese she does buy some like good stuff at Everlane and fills it in with a lot of thrifted clothing and by the way if you're pregnant and you are thrifting, you probably should thrift maternity clothes like I said I bought jeans on Poshmark that's a little bit different but like to have an entirely thrifted wardrobe just seems like a lot of work. Or people who only buy thrifted furniture, not like estate sales, but people who can find stuff. I mean, listen, good, good for you. I did go thrifting in the Hamptons, and let me tell you, I couldn't find anything, and it was a complete disaster. I could have bought a pair of Manalo Blahniks, but they didn't have them in my size. There was like one thrift store there that had like great Manalos for like $40. Um... So that being said, I don't know. It just seems a little bit ridiculous. There's this YouTuber that I like that does makeup called Smoky Glow. And at least she's kind of honest about being gifted stuff or about what she buys. I don't know. I think that's something that's sort of like, I, I don't know, just like something to sort of think about. It's like you're trying to show you're doing less, you're, but you can get more. Like why? Why fake it, you know? And listen, an occasional thrift trip to the thrift store is fine. Listen, these girls could also just have amazing luck at the thrift store that I never, ever have, that I never do. Um, you also have to have a lot of patience. I will say, though, if you do like thrift stores, I love Crossroads. I think they have them throughout the country, and they're not huge, and they're very selective about what they take. And I've bought so much stuff there over, the, I mean, I still wear jeans from like eight years ago 
that I bought um, from Crossroads. And I've always been very, very impressed with what they have. I will say though, it's a better place to buy than to sell because I don't, I've sold stuff there and it's kind of a ripoff. It kind of ends up being an exchange. Okay, so here's something else that I've, now that I've gone on a total tangent. Okay, one thing I've noticed is that people will talk about getting organizing products from like Dollar Tree or from like maybe Family Dollar. None of the like cheap, let me tell you something. I have bought and returned more organizing products in the past month than I ever have in my life. You know, listen, does it look not, it's the really nice organizing products are expensive and the cheap ones are just not as good. And I know that that's a bold statement and I'm sure you're thinking, oh, well, I got these great baskets at Dollar Tree. I'm like, yeah, or Michael's or it doesn't, the stuff that looks really nice, like there are exceptions to every rule, but the stuff that really looks nice, um, like the M design, the container store, all that stuff that makes your kitchen or your bathroom or your closet look like the container store is expensive. It just is. Um, I will tell you though, Amazon is a very good resource and you can find some of the M design and some of the stuff you do find at the container store there. Um, or things that are similar for a little bit less, but I can assure you none of it's a dollar, okay? Is everything at the Dollar Tree a dollar? I don't know. I have literally been to the Dollar Tree once in my life. There was one, like, a two-minute drive from where I live, um, and it closed because of the homeless encampment in front of it. So um, I haven't gone to a Dollar Tree in many years. Even like the 99 cent store in LA, or it's called 99 cents only. This is sort of a famous kind of like chain in LA. You'll see people with Porsches, freaking Porsches in the parking lot. It's bonkers. Like there are a lot of rich people shopping at that 99 cent store or the 99 cents only store. Um, and I'll tell you like, I do have some containers from there. Those are decent, but I'll tell you, it's still, at the end of the day, nothing really compares to the fancy schmancy containers. And if you, like I said, if you wanna look like the home edit, if you want everything to look pretty and be perfectly organized down to a T, you kind of have to spend real money on this stuff. By real money, I think, depending on how big your house is, you could spend like, you, you could spend just a few hundred dollars on your kitchen if you have a really big kitchen. Then again, let me just say this, in defense of all of that, I mean, listen, there's nothing minimalist about spending $150 on plastic containers that cost 10 cents to make in China, let's get real. But it does look pretty and you do only have to buy it once. Um, and like I said, Amazon has some similar stuff that's a little bit cheaper. And I kind of like buying that stuff from Amazon because it's very easy to return. I know people think Amazon is evil, but listen, it's a big convenience. Okay, here's something else too. Something else that I've learned. Okay, get rid of the guilt. This was actually one really, there was a video that I was watching from the minimalist mom and she made like this fake clock. She was joking that she was like an inventor. And she's like, when this timer's on, you won't feel guilty about throwing things out. And I kind of took that approach where I was like, 
throwing things out in my closet and I'm like, stop thinking, stop thinking, just throw out, just throw out. You haven't worn this in a year, throw it out. When are you ever going to wear this again? Throw it out. This is out of style. Get rid of it. And by the way, I just want to say this before people think I'm contributing to waste. I give a lot of stuff away to friends. Um, ask any of my friends because I do get gifted a lot of things as a writer. And if there's anything good that I'm not using, it's always, always given to be. I've even sent, like I send care packages to my mom. Um, so I, I am, like, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I'm not, like, just throwing stuff out. The stuff that I throw out to throw out is stuff that needs to be thrown the heck out. So I do that. Um, and I just, you know what? Give yourself five minutes. Just be like, okay, for the next five minutes, I'm going to get rid of this stuff. I'm not going to overthink it because, personally, I have a tendency to overthink everything. Okay, so get rid of the guilt, like just throw it out. Just don't think about it. Don't think too much. Just buy done, done and done. Okay. Also, my final thought is this. Everyone is clutter in their house. Everyone's got a junk drawer. All of these things that look perfect on YouTube or Instagram or whatever, TikTok, no one is perfect. We all have clutter. We all have messy drawers. We all have objects that don't have a container for them because they're an odd shape and the only way they fit in wherever you're putting them is, is if they're just there. And that's just realistic, okay? I think that minimalism is a goal. Like, I am sure even these, the top minimalist YouTubers and bloggers I am pretty sure that they have messy parts of their house or a junk drawer or something like that, okay? I mean, I'm not going in there and checking. So don't feel so much pressure. And like I said, when in doubt, throw it out. That's it. Thank you. Um, thank you for listening. Um, I'll be back next week with a Bravo celebrity guest. Um, and I have so many interesting people coming up in the next few weeks. Um, again, if you like this episode, send me a DM at It's Amanda Lauren on Instagram. I'd love to hear your feedback. I hope you enjoy this. And I will link some of the YouTubers I talked about in the show notes. Just don't say that I was talking about them behind their backs, okay? Right? This is just between us. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening.